Welcome to worship at Edmonds United Methodist Church. No matter where you are on life's journey, no matter what you believe or doubt, no matter how much or how little you have, no matter your race, gender, or immigration status, and no matter whom you love, you are beloved belong and are welcome. We say these words every Sunday to remind ourselves that even though the world sometimes places limits on belovedness or worth, God doesn't. So friends, welcome. Good morning, church. We welcome you to fill out the Connect card so we can know you are here. Please rise in in body or spirit for the call to worship. We gather today as your people, God. We gather as your beloved. Open our hearts and minds to your presence with us. Through life's many changes, we travel together on the road, learning to trust and hope. Good morning, church. My name is uh, Pastor Ann Jacob, and this is? Jayla. And Jayla and I will be uh, doing the section of our liturgy with the passing of the peace. As we gather on the ancestral lands of our Coast Salish people, uh, it is our tradition and community to reconcile our hearts toward one another and God through the passing of the peace. And so, Before we do that, I'll invite you as folks who join us online to stream, will you turn around and greet our friends online and wave good morning, good morning friends, you're not alone online. Uh, We invite you into our practice of passing the peace. The peace of Christ be with you. And also with you.
seated. At this time, I invite any children who are here to come up this morning for some time with Ben. You want to sit? Make a circle in the front. My name is Ben. What's your guys' names? You're Bobby? Nice. What's your name? Jack. That's awesome. What's your name? Audrey. What's your name? Sophia. Sophia. That's okay. Awesome. So today, everybody up here is going to be telling a Bible story. All right. We do that every Sunday. Um, and the story is about two friends who are walking together and they're feeling kind of sad. Okay. Um, has there, has there ever been a time where you guys have felt sad? You know what that feels like? Yeah. Maybe you lost your favorite toy or something didn't go the way you wanted it to, right? But you're feeling kind of down. But then these two friends, they met Jesus. And when they met Jesus, they felt hopeful. Okay. Is the, do you think there's ever been a time where you guys have felt hopeful? You know what that feels like where you really want something to happen or something is exciting to you? Yeah. Okay, so that's what these two friends were feeling. When they met Jesus, like I said, they became hopeful and they felt much, much better because that's what Jesus does, is he brings happiness and he brings light and he brings hope. Okay, so now setting that aside, we'll talk about that more later. I have a pretty fancy paper here. We're going to talk about animals, okay? So you guys have been raising money, right? Do you know about that? So you guys raised a lot of money. Okay, I'll, I'll say that much. And um, these are the list of animals you can buy. You can buy a teenage cow, all right? Um, it's a fancy cow, so when you buy it and you, you give it to the family, right, that family then will give that cow's baby, the first baby, to another family. And then once that cow has a baby, then that family will give that baby cow to another family. And it keeps going, right? Um, I forgot how to say what the cow is actually called because that's kind of a Fancy name, but there we go. Um, there's schools of fish that you can buy, which is like a, a group of fish. Uh, you guys could get a goat or flocks of chicks and ducks. So some chickens, some ducks, all of that. Um, in the service before this, 
uh, we only had two people who came up here, but they said that they wanted to get cows, fish, and chicks, okay? Um, so do you guys want to vote? And then we can total it all up and see what you guys want to get. Yeah? Okay. So, what do you want to get, Sophia? A turkey. A turkey? <laughs> well, you know, in the first service, we had one of the little kids who said that they wanted to get a monkey. Okay. <laughs> a mo neither, neither a monkey or a turkey on the list, but they're pretty cool animals. Okay. So, out of a cat... <laughs> a turkey. <laughs> out of a cow, fish, goats, and chicks and ducks. All right. Let's say that you guys could vote three times, because there's four of you. What would you want to get? Uh, turkey. Turkey. Okay. How about you? What would you want to get? Chicks and ducks? Okay. Is there another animal that you would like to get to? Because you guys raise a lot of money. No? Okay. Just chicks and ducks. Chicks and ducks. All right. What about you? Is chicks and ducks again? All right. <laughs> what about you, Bobby? Chicks, ducks, and a cow. Nice. All right. Oh, and before I forget, we had this very, very nice lady. Her name is Pat. And I don't know if she's still here or if she went to this fancy luncheon thing that's going on for some people. Um, but because you guys raised so much money, she decided that she, her and her group that she represents um, wanted to match the money that you guys made. So she gave 500 more dollars to the $1,000 that you guys raised already. $500? Whoa, that is a lot of money. So I'm going to put this down here if you guys want to hold that for a second. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, you guys, you guys are going to get your animals. You, got, you guys got your cows, fish, and chicks. Um, and we'll hear more about the Bible story in a little bit. Okay. So you guys all want to go back to... Sure, do you guys want to pray? Turkey meat. Okay. Do you guys want to pray really fast? Yeah? Okay. Do you guys want to hold hands? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> no hold hands? Okay. Dear God, thank you for everybody who's here today and for all of these wonderful kids who are sitting in front of me and for the lovely people who donated and helped raise money to be able to buy the animals. Amen. All right. Can I have the money back? Thank you. You guys want to go back to your parents' stuff?
Good morning, church. Uh, for those of you who aren't used to me staying this long in the service, I'm Deacon Aaron, and I have the joy of working with our families and our young people. Uh, so we are inviting our older kids to stay throughout worship today because our youth have planned things for them as well as for any of you who enjoy more of a sensory experience at times. So we have some clipboards and any young folks or young at heart who would like to come over here, <clears throat> we've got activities for the table. We've got fidgets here at this table. And in the back, we have an art table with some labyrinths for you to focus on and our desert box. Because sometimes we just need to get some sand between our fingers. Especially as we talk today about the road to Emmaus. As the people, uh, as we've been walking with the youth talking about this scripture, we've been talking about what it would have been like that Easter afternoon and evening. Not just throughout the season of Easter, but our story today happens on Resurrection Day. As we have these two disciples who are traveling about seven miles, we calculated that would be about walking from here to Aldersgate Mall. Doable, but maybe not our first choice. And as you hear this scripture today, I encourage you, just as we've been doing, to think about yourself as that unnamed second disciple, to let yourself feel all the feelings that they were going through, and maybe even put your fingers back in the sand and imagine what it would have been like that day in the ancient Near East. I encourage you to open your minds and open your eyes to how God is with us in ways beyond what we expect as you hear this text today. Good morning, church. My name is Kathleen Hallam. Please rise in body or spirit. This scripture lesson today is a reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, verses 5 through 35, from the Common English Bible Version. On that same day, two disciples were traveling to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking to each other about everything that had happened. While they were discussing these things, Jesus himself arrived and joined them on their journey. They were prevented from recognizing him. He said to them, what are you talking about as you walk along? They stopped, their faces downcast. The one named Cleopas replied, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who is unaware of the things that have taken place there over the last few days? He said to them, what things? They said to him, the things about Jesus of Nazareth. Because of his powerful deeds and words, he was recognized by God and all the people as a prophet. But our chief priests and our leaders handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the one who would redeem Israel. All these things happened three days ago, but there's more. Some women from our group have left us stunned. They went to the tomb early this morning and didn't find his body. They came to us saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who told them that he is alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women said. They didn't see him. Then Jesus said to them, you foolish people, your dull minds keep you from believing that all that the prophets talked about. Wasn't it necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then he interpreted for them the things written about himself in all the scriptures, starting with Moses and through all the prophets. When they came to Emmaus, he acted as if he was going to go on ahead. But they urged him, saying, stay with us. It's nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them, and he took his seat at the table with them. He took the bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. 
Their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he disappeared from their sight. They said to each other, weren't our hearts on fire when he spoke to us along the road and when he explained the scriptures to us? They got up right then and returned to Jerusalem. They found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying to each other, the Lord really has risen. He appeared to Simon. Then the two disciples described what had happened along the road and how Jesus was made known to them as he broke the bread. For the word of God in scripture, for the word of God among us, for the word of God within us, thanks be to God. Please join in singing the hymn of preparation. You may be seated. Let's pray. Holy God, may our words impact and bless you all. Amen. My name is Claire. I'm 4,846 days old, AKA 13 years old. I like hanging out with friends, playing volleyball, and listening to music. Once I heard about this Youth Sunday, I was excited to be with the people I feel safe with and can trust. Today, I wanted to talk about the topic of change. I've learned that change happens when you think about how you lead yourself and how you influence those around you, but also how that leads to impacting your community. This awareness can allow you to be intentional on how you show up for yourself and for others. Today, I have a quote to share. The world exists as you perceive it. It is not about what you see, but how you see it. It is not about what you hear, but how you hear it. It is not about what you feel, but how you feel it. Rumi, the great philosopher and poet. This quote has made me realize that our lens is what determines the actions you take and the impact you make on your community. My experience with change had a big impact on me. When I was younger, 
I used to be really shy, and if you told me a year ago that I'd be standing here today, myself a year ago would literally laugh and think it was a joke. A year ago, I wouldn't have as many friends and people I could fully trust if I was still shy. I'm thankful that I was able to lean on them while I changed for the better. I trust Claire, so I know that she won't tell you all that I'm nervous right now. I'm nervous right now, but I trusted Claire that she wouldn't tell you. Not everyone I can trust like I trust her. Sometimes when you trust someone, your trust is broken. So you have to find those people who not only you care about, but who care about you. Hi, my name is Aniston Wiley, and I'm 13 years old. I've been asked to talk about trust this morning. I've been trusted to look after pets, kids, and I've been trusted to talk to all of you. As I sat down to write the words I wanted to share, I was struggling to find the perfect story to tell. My dad came and was trying to help me think of what the perfect story to share would be. I didn't think any of his ideas were the right ones. We went, we went back and forth, and my dad finally just said, trust me, you need to put trust in me that I won't steer you wrong. That really opened my mind. Maybe I should trust him. He wants me to do good. He's never steered me wrong before. He's always trying to give me advice, and I never have an open mind about it. But maybe I should. We have to trust people who care about us and are important in our lives, just like we have to trust God, because God will never hurt us, but he will help us grow. When you put your trust in God, the impossible becomes possible. In Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Trust is an important part of all of our relationships, especially our relationship with God and the plan he has for our life. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I hope you are doing well this spring morning. My name is Lizzie. I'm 12 years of age, also known as 4,384 Days of Life. My all-time favorite singer is Taylor Swift. My favorite sport is soccer. I've played for almost nine years. Some of my hobbies are playing soccer, shopping, and hanging out with my friends. I also love to do skincare. When I heard that we were having Youth Sunday, Deacon Aaron mentioned how some of us could do the sermon. I thought to myself, and I realized that I could do it with the people I enjoy communicating with and also hanging out with. Another reason I wanted to do this is because I think of this church as a home, not a building, not a place that was built in, I don't know what year it was built in. I feel this church is a home. It's a community. It's a place where everyone can feel safe, happy, and welcome. The thing that I will be talking to you about today is hope. Hope is kind of bittersweet. I think that the definition of hope to me is something that is a bittersweet moment. It's exciting, but also nerve-wracking. I tried out for FC Edmonds about two years ago. When I first tried out, I had only been playing on rec, so not that high of a level and not practicing a lot. So when I tried out, I was thinking that if I made the team wonderful, or made the team wonderful, I'd be so happy, but if I didn't, I would just shake it off. I ended up making the team. I got the call from my coach, Shayla Welsh, at the time. She said I was on the team. Then the season went by super quick. Then one night at practice, in the, in the middle of the season, for reference, we were screaming, or, well, scrimmaging the 2009 girls. And it was the first half, about 10 minutes in, when I'm running up the sideline and I get shoved to the ground. The point where I fell to the ground, my arms landed to the ground, and I black out. It, I, I sound more dramatic than it actually was. I black out, and then I saw my coach right above me. I couldn't move my wrist at a certain position. Then I went off the field, and my mom and dad weren't there, so my mom had to come pick me up. She didn't believe that my wrist hurt because I seemed to be a hypochondriac. Then, eventually, I got to the hospital. The nurses were super nice, and I got an x-ray and all that stuff. Anyways... Once we were done, I had this big thing on my arm because it was a cast and my wrist was hurting really, really, really badly. But you're probably wondering, how the heck does this have to do with anything we are talking about? This has to do with hope. While I was in the hospital chair, I was hoping that I could keep playing soccer and not stop just because of one injury. 
I knew that God would help me through it, and I knew that in the end I would be okay and make it out just fine. I had to wear a brace for six to eight months, but when, it, when I made it the first time, I was on the B team. Then I tried out again last June, and that time I was technically trying out for the same team, but this time I wanted to make it. I wanted to impress my coaches with the skills and ability. I did end up making the team, and I love all my teammates, and we're going to the semifinals next weekend. Anyways, that lasted longer than I thought it would. Thanks so much for listening. Amen. you to join me in prayer. Holy God, creator and sustainer of our amazing world, today we gather as your people to lift praises to your name. We catch a glimpse of the mountains or the sunset over the water, and we are in awe of the way our world is alive. Just as the ripples spread throughout the water, may our combined prayers expand to reach beyond what we can see. Incarnate God, you know what it is like to be young, and you know what it is like to live in a community. We offer to you our prayers today for ourselves, that our eyes may be open to the way you gift us and affirm that we are enough. Give us the courage to reach out to one another just as you did so long ago on the road to Emmaus. Light a fire inside us that cannot be hidden so that we can share with others the ways we see you working in our lives and our world. God of hope and healing, we lift prayers to you for our beloveds, especially those listed on the prayer list today. Be with the many caregivers, medical teams, teachers, and families experiencing grief, pain, and sorrow. Bring your healing and your peace in times of sickness and change. Blessed Holy Spirit, guide our gaze beyond our community to the whole of creation and protect it from harm. Blow your winds of justice throughout our divided communities that we may find ways to build restoring friendships to neighbors and the natural world. Strengthen our leaders to continually seek ways to reduce harm and pursue true freedom and life as you have modeled for us. Enliven our faith as we join together in the holy prayer you taught us to pray. Our Father in heaven, 
hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. Kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now forever. Amen. I invite us into a time of giving. The gifts and ties shared today continue to support all the ministries of the church, like our awesome youth programs. The offering plate will be passed in the sanctuary, and I encourage you to be generous as God has been generous to us. Friends, I invite us into a time of giving when you can give in several ways. Our youth are serving part of the usher team. Uh, you can give through the plate. Uh, you may give online at edmondsumc.org give or by sending a gift to the church at 828 Casper Street, Edmonds, Washington, 98020. We invite you to give with generous hearts. God, you are good. Your mercies never end. You know me more than anyone. You're my trusted friend. Search my heart, oh God. Read my every thought. See if there is any doubt in me. For you have seen the depths of my heart. And you love me all the same, you still love me, God. And I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. Oh, I trust you, I trust you, I trust you. Show me how to love, teach me how to pray. With each and every touch, you're transforming me. And every time I fall, I lean into your love. With open arms, you call me your beloved child. And you have seen the depths of my heart and you love me all the same you still love me God and I trust you I trust you I trust you oh I trust you I trust you I trust God. Thank you, God, for these gifts and those that gave them. Bless them that through our community, 
of faith, your people may be comforted in times of change, supported as they learn to trust in you, and fully welcomed as a child of God here and everywhere. Amen. Friends, you may be seated. We have a few announcements for you. Uh, first, can I invite the kids who are participating in worship today, whether it's now or later in the service, to come up for a brief second? Can we come get Nate up. back and, and Jayla and Maria back there? Come on up. So you may not know this, Callum. but our youth have been preparing for this Sunday for several weeks. And they are theologians, I've realized, by listening to them today. And so will you just offer our sign of gratitude that they have led us in worship so beautifully? take a seat. I am uh, so grateful that this is a community that not ahead. just nurtures our kids, but values them in their participation in service. And so thank you uh, for being willing to get up here in front of all these people you may not know and speak and have the courage to speak even when you're nervous. And so we are just really, really proud of you. Amen, and a, a shout out to Brooke Rue, who's here uh, serving most weeks in the nursery right now. So when you see them or parents, give them some love too. Yeah, uh, our first announcement is that we have a library book wish list. Um, you may know that we have a seminary intern named Angela Malloy, who's a kid who grew up in this church and now is a young adult who's in seminary and part of her capstone project is to expand our library, our physical library, that uh, in 2020 we realized was uh, not as broadly inclusive of authors or topics as we wanted. Um, and so the list that you'll find at our Edmonds Bookstore, which we're partnering with the Edmonds Bookstore for them to purchase the books and supply it, um, are a list of books that include more female authors. It's a list that includes more people of color as authors, uh, folks that we hope are, uh, will have their voice um, centered in our library, but also for our congregants and community members to access theology that is inclusive and part of what we as a church believe. And so we hope that you'll be able to participate in gifting the library a book or books. Um, if you digitally can scan that QR code, it'll take you to the list, or if you go in person to the Edmonds Bookstore, they also have our book um, list there. Our second announcement is about a youth fundraiser, I believe. Well, do we want to do Aging Well first? We can do that too. Doesn't Our Aging Well series uh, continues today at 11.45 with a brief luncheon uh, that our Stephen ministers have prepared. We are really grateful for that. And today our topic will be caregiving and caregivers um, and a specific attention to the way in which uh, sometimes we have a familial role, but that role might change um, as we all age. And so Tim Girl, one of our Stephen ministers, will be offering that presentation. Uh, if you missed our first two series on estate planning uh, or it escapes me what last week was on, Senior housing. housing, thank you. Senior housing, both of those are on the website as audio recordings, uh, and you can access that. Our final one will be on May 7th. Yes. So some updates from our youth fundraisers. Uh, first, you heard a little bit about Heifer, and now we know what we're gonna buy. Uh, so friends, we have raised uh, $1,000 and 80, I think $83.56. So thank you all families, our young people. So many quarters, thank you. <laughs> and the youth helped count them, thank you. Uh, so part of that was the $500 matching grant from the United, uh, Faith, the United Women in Faith. So can we thank the women? So that will get us one heifer, one school of fish, and three 
uh, little families of ducks and chicks. So hallelujah Amazing. for that Easter gift. Um, between services, some of you got to appreciate the youth uh, and selling breakfast burritos. So they made about $250 this morning. Um, there's a lunch and after, so we only did burritos once. But watch out, we'll bring them back. <laughs> Um, and they've got a couple fundraisers to go. Um, they are doing some uh, summer opportunities, and so both serving here in Edmonds, going down to Portland to Pastor Donna's old church, as well as going to the Yakima Nation. Uh, we'll get to invite some of those folks in soon. And uh, some of our youth are gonna travel to Daytona, Florida to meet with United Methodist youth all over the world. Uh, and so any support you can offer for that trip, maybe some of you have gone on it before. Uh, so you can give through the website uh, and reach out for different ways to support us. I will say uh, this coming one is Youth 2023 in Daytona. I went to it when it was Youth 2007 in North Carolina. 2003. 2003, look at that. <laughs> so uh, it's a really transformational experience, but it's incredible to witness the connection of Methodism and meet young people from all over the country. So uh, we're really excited to support our kids as they do that. David has an announcement for us on our Evergreen Ensemble concert. Yeah, good morning. I um, want to invite all of you one more time before next weekend to a choral concert that will be happening here in the sanctuary. It's a new choir that I've started, uh, separate from my work here. Uh, it's called Evergreen Ensemble. It's uh, made up of some of the really finest ensemble choral singers uh, in the region that, that kind of pursue this craft as a, as a job, um, as well as some singers from our, um, from our chancel choir here. And it's a program of all music that's centered around uh, creation and climate care. Uh, we've, we have all kinds of wonderful pieces that are a part of this. Uh, we've even commissioned um, a piece of music uh, by a, a Grammy-nominated composer, Benedict Sheehan, that we'll be premiering at the concert, and we're very excited about that. Um, and also excited that the, some of the ticket proceeds will be going right to the Advocates for Justice team uh, that works on climate uh, uh, care. And so also, the next morning on April 30th, when we celebrate Earth Sunday and have those folks in worship with us, uh, Evergreen Ensemble will be the choir that morning, and they'll be singing some of the pieces from the concert, um, and we'll be able to also offer that support to that advocacy work that's going on here at the church. Um, it's something that I think will be a really wonderful choral experience that maybe doesn't often make its way to Edmonds, and I'm very proud to kind of center it here, and so I hope some of you can make it. Uh, if you can't, on the 29th, there's also a concert uh, on April 30th, the next afternoon at 3 o'clock in Seattle. You can get tickets at evergreenensemble.com. There's a link on the website, and you can ask me if you have any questions about it. So I hope some of you make that uh, for us. Thank you. Thank you, David. Uh, Tagging on that, next Sunday is Earth Sunday, and uh, the environmental justice team is back in the narthex after the service, and they're inviting folks to uh, add little parking poster things on their car uh, as a way for us to uh, find ways of being more electric. And so there are a number of you in the congregation who have electric cars or hybrid cars or cars older than 2000 something. I'm a vintage car. Uh, 2016, it was like a very newish year. Uh, and so um, if you have a vintage car, you can also put it in your car. Uh, and so as a way for us to learn about the way that we have carbon footprint in our world and ways that we can reduce it. And so see the environmental justice team in the back for uh, that placard. Aaron has an announcement about the women's retreat. Good morning. Um, hopefully you all know by now the women's retreat is coming up the first weekend in May. Today is the last day to register. I have to give final numbers to camp tomorrow. But don't worry, there is still room for all of you and all of your friends. Camp will accommodate as many women as we would like to bring. Anyone who is female identifying is welcome to join us and encouraged to come. There will be delicious food and comfortable lodging and we have a generous scholarship fund due to some very, very lovely people in our congregation who have donated money. So if cost is a concern, please talk to me. 
Let me know if you have questions about registering. I will be around after service. I'm in a bright red dress. You can't miss me. While you're enjoying your coffee and treats, come and talk to me, and I can help you get registered. And I hope to see you all there. Thank you. Thank you, Erin. Uh, we have uh, two more announcements. One is uh, Ken Pickle, our, part of our AV team, but also dedicated photographer of the church. Very uh, impromptu title. But um, Ken has created a canvas uh, that we can gift our organist, Hunja, who uh, played with the church for eight years um, and who will be returning to our congregation to play next Sunday uh, for Earth Sunday. And the canvas itself is a big photo of our organ and the choir and Hunja at the organ playing. And we're inviting all of you to sign the canvas. There are canvas-based pens back in the narthex with uh, a table with the canvas on it um, as a way for us to say thank you uh, and also for us uh, to say uh, we'll be having you in our hearts. And so uh, we'll invite you to sign that after worship. Um, as a side note, uh, Hunja will be here for two weeks. And um, as a way for her to get around, if anyone has a spare car, uh, or a car, car she can borrow for two weeks. It would give her a little bit of freedom to move around. Uh, and so we're just putting that little request out uh, to see if that might be some way our congregation can help her. Uh, many of you probably saw through our special e-news uh, that we had an incident during this worship service last Sunday. Um, and uh, we are responding to that with a great deal of love. And so uh, you may have a whole host of emotions, I'm not sure how you feel, but I just want you to know that this community is in solidarity. I've heard from our bishop and our DS, I've heard from uh, numerous pastors in the area, uh, and ones who may not theologically align with our congregation, but have expressed their deep concern and support of this community. And so I hope you feel, if you've had any sense of worry and concern and anxiety or fear, a sense of deep calm that our community leaders are attentive, but also the community is attentive and in solidarity with this church. Uh, and we will continue to say that all children are beloved in God's eyes and that we welcome all people here. And in response to that, we'll be having a vigil on May 2nd at 6 p.m. Um, and we will be in solidarity to say that we refuse to let any hatred permeate this community. And so I hope that you will be able to make that vigil. And finally, uh, just a brief note on prayer. Uh, you might have noticed yesterday through the evening news that there was a shooting by QFC in Linwood on 76th, um, and it actually affected our community. And I only learned that this morning, that the child who was shot, a 13-year-old who is fine, he is stable this morning, uh, is the son of our custodian. And so I will invite you to hold him and his family in prayer, um, as well as uh, know that I've communicated to his mom that we will find ways of accompanying them as he goes through this phase of recovery um, and ways that we can accompany them in other ways that they might name to us. But I'll invite you to hold them in prayer um, this week, and any updates that we have or requests for help, I will pass along through our e-news this Friday. So friends, I'll invite you to rise in body or spirit, knowing that this is a sanctuary of love to join us in our closing hymn. I will hold my hand out to you 
sing to God in heaven, we shall find such harmony. Born of all we've known together, of Christ's love and agony. Will you let me be your servant? Let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I may have the grace to let you be my servant too. May God bless you and keep you. May love surprise you on the road of life. May our transformational and ever-present God turn their face upon you and give you peace. Go out today in the name of our risen Lord to spread love and light. Amen.